instead of the um, I, I ladle, hypotenuse. The hype. Yes, that is exactly the word. Instead maths. of the hypotenuse, <laughs> maths. Don't ask me the other two sides, but I know the hypotenuse. Yeah, <laughs> what we do here is go back, 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 back. Another episode of the Bros and Brews podcast coming to you from the 10th of February 2022. Uh, it would be nice if we'd record an episode on the 2nd of the 2nd of 2022. I did see some videos of people who sort of had birthdays and paused clocks at 2 but unfortunately we missed last week. We, we had a week off. Uh, we weren't feeling it. There were other things bubbling around in the air, so uh, we took a little a little break. It's been a slow start to the year for us on the Bros and Booze podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. We're, we're okay. You're okay with us taking some time off, you know, making making you the audience sort of more perhaps in desire of content but we're back it is the 10th we're recording uh matters in auckland i am in wellington both cities are incredibly humid and sticky everyone is uncomfortable um and and what better place than to to ask you how you are than than to recognize that you are currently sticky how are you other than that yeah good yeah yeah i'm uh yeah i'm i'm sticky i'm sticky Sticky. uh it's Mm. hot Mm. um but you know it's good it's good i'm good it's nice to be back you know after last week and things like that but you know i'm just keen to dig into a beer uh and you know well that's the thing it's prime i just said before we uh started recording it's prime water drinking temperature keep your fluids up and it's also prime uh beer drinking weather so without further ado we will pile our way into brulette number 32 uh i think also the last episode we did we didn't have a beer maybe that's not the case i don't remember the the first one of the year we didn't we skipped on the first one oh yes that's right well regardless it's been a few weeks since we've had one um if you don't know catch up two beers bought from supermarkets we hope they're the same one if they are everyone wins including you if not we move on with our lives. <laughs> on the count of three, let us reveal what kind of beer we will be drinking today. Three, two, one. Red Sour. ale. Red ale. Mm. Ah. Yes, yeah, so I've gone for something different. A red ale. Tell yeah. me all about your red ale. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fail. That, that yeah, was a, a, a fail, the, the, in case uh, you didn't hear. We have not bought the same beer. Uh, <laughs> tell us about your red ale. Yeah, I am uh, drinking Red Rocks Reserve, which is a hot rock red ale um, from one of our favourites um, and commonly on Brulette, uh, Garage Project. Um, really? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, well, ne- neither have I. It popped up. Here it is. Um, and yeah, it kind of caught my attention, obviously in the sense of a red ale, just trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, broaden the styles of beers we have, uh, on brulette. Um, and yeah, it sounds really interesting. Um, 
let me just read this because it sounds so interesting. So, Red Rocks Reserve is flash boiled over superheated volcanic rocks and then hopped to distraction with whole cone Nelson Savine hops. The end result is a beer with rich, juicy jam and toffee sweetness from all those caramelized sugars, layered with distinctive lush hop aroma and old world brewing technique meets new world hops. Now, where are they getting their volcanic rocks from? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, is this I literal do. volcanic rocks? Or is I it just d- the like, we're craft beer, we're allowed to, <laughs> we can, there's, I don't want to uh, say lie, but extend <laughs> the truth for the sake of Cre- Creative license. Creative yeah. license. Why is it um, that yeah. some industries you can get away with that and some you can't? I feel like the backs of craft beer cans can get away with absolute yeah. non-truths, <laughs> shall we say, say, and it's just all in the name of design and like <laughs> science yeah yeah but yeah yeah vulca- heated mm. volcanic rocks so yeah i'm very interested the uh the jam toffee mm. aromas you know it's all very interesting and i like red uh red beers so having a red ale today will be interesting in itself yeah i usually find uh, red ales are very hit and miss for me i uh, yeah, i think enough. if they they can be like as we know we both don't really like dark beers like porters or stouts or brown ales and i think red ales can either head in that direction if they do i don't like them or they can be more like ipas in which case i do like them so it'd be good to see where yours are yeah my beer for the week um is one that i have there's there's brulette history with this beer oh there was a week that i was meant to drink this beer i couldn't find this beer Oh. I left the spear. I revealed to Matt that I'd accidentally sent him a video of where it was, thus revealing what the beer was, thus sort of kind of disqualifying it from brulette. But this was months and months ago, and yeah, I've totally. never drunk it. It sat at home that whole time because I sort of refused to disassociate it with brulette. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I yeah, just yeah. thought this week, I was like, I'm just going to bring it to the show. I know there's such a small chance that you you would go for it because we kind of almost feel like it's been on but the garage project cucumber dill pickle sour Mm. i've wanted to try it for a long time it was a wellington on a plate beer either last year or maybe even the year before to very high acclaim uh it's one of the sort of the the, i don't want to say like the last beers that i've wanted to try but haven't but there aren't that many beers now that i want to try for a long time that we haven't tried either through the show or not on the show so today i'm finally doing the garage project pickle beer uh i know i know the sort of the surprise is not there for you oh, after the saga okay. but it's been sitting under the stairs in the box of beers for months <laughs> and months and i think the only way that it's going to get drunk is on the show so i've brought it today and i'm going totally. to enjoy it well i hope i am we'll see but uh let us crack our beers open sir it's been a while cheers to you Cheers to you. First sip. Ooh. Quite watermelony. Weirdly. Oh, yeah. That's not on the can. No. Well, I mean, I like cucumber. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I love dill as a flavor. Like, I don't know if I would point to dill as a herb that, that I love. But I do love pickles and, you know, pickle juice. I know, aren't there some countries in the world where pickle juice is like a, a chaser? 
or maybe yes. not countries, but it's sort of a, country, a, a thing, it, like yes. a, yeah. a thing that people totally. do. I this, can't remember what it, what it's yeah. choice for, but um, yes. But generally, I like pickles and pickle juice. And this, I don't know. I wouldn't say the first sip. If you gave this to me blind tasting, I wouldn't say pickles. I think a watermelon is the first thing that I'd go for. That being said, it is really nice and refreshing. So I think I will enjoy it. Uh, how nice. was your first sip? Um, yeah, it's so different to everything else that I drink on the show. Um, I think, yeah, it's my first red. Uh, and yeah, like straight away, my palate was like, oh, <laughs> you haven't had one of these in a while. Um, definitely hits the, you know, like red, um, red ale. Uh, it's on the can. It's what it is. Um, but it's, it hits a lot at the forefront. So like it's, it's quite rich, um, at the start aftertaste, not too bad. We'll see how it goes when I keep continuously taking sips. Um, but let me just open the palate. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think, I think I'll enjoy it. Um, but like I said, different to everything else that mm-hmm. we've been having. Hey, I'd have to applaud you for bringing a different beer to the show because, you know, it takes a brave soul to move away from, <laughs> from the hazies, the, uh, the IPAs, <laughs> in my case, the sours. Um, that is side very sort true. of beer brulette note, I went down to uh, my sort of, I don't want to say my local because that implies I kind of go there a lot when I don't. But living in a tie-dye, uh, there is the Waitoa Brewing um, Company, which is a craft beer brewery establishment. Don't know why those words were so hard. Um, I don't think we've ever done a Waitoa beer on the show. Mm. I Waitoa's only beer feature was me describing the worst beer I've ever had. Generally speaking, Waitoa beers are not my favorite. And I think it's because I don't like their core range. You know, this mm. sort of standard IPA, this sort of standard Pilsner, but... Went there with Dad a couple of weekends ago, did some half pints, did some tasting trays, and I finally sort of figured out the beers that I like there, which I, nice. I feel is good. Uh, but one of the beers I tried there was Waitoa's, I think it's called Afterglow. They're one of their hazy IPAs, which won the best hazy IPA New Zealand beer in the New Zealand uh, beer awards this year wow. and so i was suspicious that a waitoa beer won uh and i can report that it's it's good i enjoyed it i think it's also hard to tell <laughs> you know a it was lot behind on, that well it was only a half it was only a half pint you know yeah, it was you. different yeah, than if yeah. i sort of just had it as the one it was the kind of day where probably anything would have been fine but totally. yeah the uh, waitoa hazy afterglow was was sort of deemed the best by the whatever the New Zealand Beer Awards, whatever beer was recently. So, uh, yeah, I've done a little bit of craft beer dabbling, but yeah, the last few weeks haven't really sort of um, partook, partaken. Um, so it's nice to obviously be here and have a beer with you. But how have you been over the last few weeks? I know I asked you at the start on sort of a surface level body temperature kind of a, a way, <laughs> but on a more in depth mental, emotional, physical well being. Uh, state of play within the universe. How have you been over the last few weeks? Fill the people in with everything they need to know and uh, I'll be along for the ride. Yeah, nice. State of play of the universe. I like that saying. Um, Yeah, I think, like you said, asking in the sense of, you know, mental, emotional, physical. One of the big reasons why uh, we didn't record last week is because I asked James that um, if, if we could just skip because I was just, I was exhausted both mentally, emotionally, and physically. Um, and it was coming a lot from just uh, the show, the show that we're 
making and creating um, that I've been talking about constantly over the past many episodes. Um, and yeah, it just got to a point where I was just, yeah, I, I was just that. I was just, I was exhausted. Um, it takes a lot trying to, you know, create a show and especially the kind of show that we're trying to do and rehearsals in themselves. And we had kind of switched up our schedule a little bit. So we were all kind of all over the place and we were all feeling it. We were all really feeling the same. Um, so yeah, last week was just one of those weeks. Um, so thank you very much, obviously for the break. Um, it was much needed. Um, but since then a lot has, a lot has happened, uh, in the world of the past two weeks. Um, and one thing that I am sad to announce, and I haven't told you this at all, James, um, is that unfortunately due to everything going on in the world and in New Zealand at the moment with covid and red light um our show's been put on hold ah bugger yeah yeah um basement basically um they're a lot of they've cancelled a lot of february march shows um and we found out last weekend that uh yeah our producer and director um got a message saying that basement were looking at closing all of march um because of because of red light and everything is just a little bit too hard at the moment and you know all of these projections and stuff that they keep talking about and things um is yeah it's just a bit daunting and red light isn't isn't any good for us performers in the sense of you know actually making money and getting our things to an audience um so but like i said it's in this limbo state we haven't been cancelled uh it hasn't been postponed it's on hold uh so i believe tomorrow night we're all catching up as a group we basically got this news and we decided that we weren't going to rehearse this week because we were just going to have a break and just sit and see what we felt with with this news so we're going to catch up tomorrow night and um have a discussion to see what we want to do um you know whether we have the ability to move it some other time whether the universe is basically telling us uh you can't do the show um, cause it's the second time now that, you know, it's been kicked, kicked aside. Um, or we try and change it into a different medium, uh, which yeah. has been a big talk of us. So that, that like that excites me in itself. There's been a lot of talk with us actually later in the future, turning the show into a short film. Um, so yeah, we're just going to talk about that a little bit more and, and see what happens. So I'm not entirely sure of people that have purchased tickets yet or anything like that, if they've received an email or anything. But if you do go on the basement website, it does say that the show is on hold. Um, so I'm sure more information will come out soon about that, whether it be refunds or, you know, uh, uh, we, we like I said, we changed the format of it. So, yeah, that's been a really big thing over the past week or so. Uh, it's just kind of getting to that news. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad, but at the same time, over the past few weeks, we were like, ah, it might be inevitable hmm. with the whole uh, Omicron and all of this. Um, it is it is a crazy time. Um, but look, in amongst all of that kind of, you know, down, downness, <laughs> it's, it's not a word, um, there have been some really cool things going on in the past week for myself. Um me and Morgan went and saw an apartment that we really liked, mm -hmm. uh, and we put in our application for it. Nice. Uh, yeah, we went and saw it, really like it, beautiful, massive windows. It's kind of like a, think of like a 90 degree angle 
but uh, instead of the um, I, I little hypotenuse, the height. Yes, that is exactly the word. Instead Maths. of the hypotenuse, <laughs> maths. <laughs> Don't ask me the other two sides, but I know the hypotenuse. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, the hypotenuse. Instead of it being a straight line, it's curved. Um, oh, yeah. And it's glass, pretty much from lounge to one of the rooms to the main bedroom and the main bedroom has a balcony on it uh it's a a really cool layout we feel like we could do a lot with it um and yeah we really liked it so we put in our application we found out that we were actually the only ones applying for it at the moment um yeah so fingers crossed through the whole process of them doing their calls and ready ready rah um that comes back all good so that's one of the things and another limbo thing in the Mm. air at the moment um Another really cool thing that happened this week is I had my first in-person audition. Oh, nice! Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, yeah, basically, yeah, got the got the info through last week. Um, asked if I was free on Tuesday for an audition, um, and I was. And yeah, uh, audition for a commercial. Um, can't talk about it, guys. You know, it's <laughs> stop asking secrets. questions. You know, yeah, you can't talk gosh, about. Gosh, gosh. Um, and yeah, but it was really cool cause it, it was my first, you know, in-person, uh, process of doing it. I had one over zoom at the end of last year. Um, but yeah, this was my first one without having to do a self tape by myself or with help in my room, which was really cool. Um, you know, cause of all the procedures and stuff at the moment, you know, sign in all of that passport, right, right, right. In a waiting room all by myself. Um, I saw a guy walk out. And then I walked in, did my thing, 10 minutes, five minutes. As I walk out, there's another guy in the waiting room. So it was this really big conveyor belt of, you know, you're not all sitting in a room together waiting for your turn, (laughs) which I thought was really funny. But at the same time, quite nice. I didn't have to stare at other people in the face being like, you're going for this as well, are you? Yeah, that's the sort of thing that that I guess the classic trope of... um... I guess when like, actors autobiographies and especially in America, like how they recount Hollywood and it's that like, you sit in a corridor with people that look exactly like you and you think like, Oh, well, how could I get it? Cause everyone looks like me. And yeah, I guess yeah. that's one thing that the whole self-typing movement has taken away the pressure of comparing yourself to other people. Like, cause totally. you just have no idea who else yeah. is auditioning. And in some way that is some ways that's quite liberating. Obviously the, the downside of self-typing is, if you thrive off the energy in the room, you can't, mm. you know, you can respond to feedback and work to direction and that sort of thing. But yeah, the, I think the vibe of, of going into an audition and following someone and knowing that someone is coming after you is just a weird, awkward social interaction that isn't really replicated much yeah. in, totally. in other things, aspects of life. It's just yeah. weird. Yeah, I agree. It is. But I mean, like, you know, we, we put our own pressure on ourselves, I guess. But I mean, there is a lot of pressure behind it. Mm. Um, but I felt really good. I felt really good about it. Um, I thought I took the direction really well. Um, at one of the points, um, I was doing something uh, and the director <laughs> it was, it was actually quite funny. I did something and the director <laughs> quickly paused the camera or turned the camera off or whatever. And he was like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> i like giggled to myself just the way that he said it ah, it's funny um so yeah i walked out of there with a really good feeling um nice. but that's what you can do man exactly that's yeah that's that's the work um so callbacks are at the start of next week 
Um, so yeah, just waiting to see if um, yeah, get the call back. Mm. If not, on to the next one on as always. One. That's how it goes. Um, and also just my last thing to catch up on, and you know talk more about my life and what is going on um obviously it is coming up to valentine's day it's valentine's day on monday ain't that the Um, truth yep (laughs) yep um and me and morgan are going to waiheke for two nights lovely yeah yeah um yeah we basically just wanted to do a little getaway but something that's not too far i had some airbnb credits um so hard to get airbnb credit uh, from all of my cancelled Airbnbs for when I was ah. meant to go to Europe. Yeah, ah. thanks for bringing it up. Um, That's right, you were going to go to London, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that was nice in itself. I didn't have to pay anything. It was just old money, really, that I'd forgotten about. But so, yes. yeah, two nights on two nights on Waiheke. We're going to hit up some wineries, get some nice food, um, and just, yeah, chill out for a few days. Um, and then back in on Monday, which is really cool. And we're having a date night tonight. So, you know, as these as tr- tumultuous as these two weeks have been, um, we've been really looking forward to this weekend. So we can just kind of relax and chill out and wait to hear back about all of these things I have up in the air, the show, the apartment, uh, and this audition. So <sighs> that's oh, where it's I'm all at. a waiting game, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, it a, is. that's a lot going on. I guess starting <laughs> with the, the show, I... I had my suspicions, not based on anything, you know, not yeah, based on us yeah. recording last week or, but just the nature of every, I mean, within the last few days, Homegrown's been cancelled, the uh, uh, New Zealand Arts Festival's mostly been cancelled, I think Auckland Theatre Festival, everything's just been, been cancelled. So, you know, knowing that you have this show coming up, I thought, well, the chance of it going on are probably not yeah. that high. Yeah. Uh, it's on hold, it's on hold. It's, it's on hold. postponed. It's on hold. Cancelled. It is on hold. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I think you, as a group, are approaching it in a healthy way. That you know, maybe third time's the charm. Maybe it's the universe saying that this show is not meant to be. Or maybe, <laughs> as you say, you turn into a sh- into a, a short film. You know, change the the medium up. There are many possibilities, and it's, I think it's also okay to just. I think as artists, creatives are really bad about walking away from projects totally. that we've sunk time and effort into yep. i mean i think that's probably true you know outside of the arts industry but because we have to work so hard and often it's self-funding things and opportunities don't come along that often that it can be really hard to to walk away so i i completely understand mm. how frustrating it, it must just be to keep putting something on having cancelled i um my friend yeah. alice in sydney who i went to drama school with uh she has this one uh, sol- solo show uh which was meant to be on maybe like november last year c- cancelled very similar timeline to yours actually yeah, true. and she's meant to open in two weeks and i'm just so scared that really i think australia is in a place that th- it will go ahead from an audience perspective it's just a matter if she gets covered if she gets covered yeah, she's bad. stuffed and yeah. her um yeah. i think one of her flatmates tested got positive test last week so she had to isolate and so it's the second flatmate she's had test positive and she was like well it's actually a good thing if it's now rather than a week from now but yeah i just can't imagine the the stress of of knowing you have something coming up and and just so maybe alleviating that stress for you guys is is a good thing because it would be the exact same thing right imagine if you got a week out and then you test positive and you just yeah wouldn't be able to do the show anyway 
that's what we all said it's you know you have that terrible feeling and obviously you know don't recommend this for anyone but we did we were sitting around in the room just laughing about it being like oh well why don't we just get it now get it out of the way get it done you know so because like you said it would suck if it was coming up to show week and we got it then and then we would definitely have to cancel so yeah yeah it's what it yeah it's it's uh it's a a tricky time it's Mm. a tricky time um but how are you I'm How good. I'm good. I'm not finished talking about you though. No, you? stop. No, I was not just going to say apartments exciting. Fingers crossed. Yes. That sounds great. Yep, not yep. to jinx it, but what is the Auckland suburb? Uh, Grafton, but still city centre. Um, do you know where the Auckland Hospital is? Um, no, a Shortland Street Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a New Zealand. Uh, soap opera joke bit of an inside joke there for anyone not from New Zealand Shortland Street is our New Zealand's kind of only TV soap opera about a a hospital called Shortland Street Um, (laughs) it's it's like right on the fringe of the city centre starting to go into the Grafton area just outside but it's beautiful it's not to the water so it's not not looking the other way but it's on the eighth floor and it's actually looking at the hospital the highway and you know suburbs and stuff but it's 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 so funny seeing you know spaghetti formations of highway and amongst trees and houses it's 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 a pretty cool view Mm. well fingers crossed obviously you don't have it too have it uh and you know valentine's day here's your reminder very weird that valentine's falls on a monday this year because traditionally a lot of new restaurants in new zealand don't open on mondays true which makes life you know slightly more difficult if you want to actually that's a really good point yeah yeah especially i don't say fine dining i don't really like that term but a lot of a lot of uh i don't know good i'm just saying good restaurants (laughs) won't open on a monday establishments um i don't have plans but fran doesn't listen to the podcast so that's okay we'll figure that out time um how have i been uh nothing probably quite as dramatic as your last two weeks um lots of i mean the hiring situation at work has been a big part of my last few weeks you know trying to get a couple of part-times in because i've been essentially doing 40 hours Mm. uh hiring not that fun it feels weird to be hiring at the moment but i'm in a place where one i have one part-timer hired and uh under contract and I have a second person hopefully starting next week. So yesterday and the Wednesday before were my first two full days off that other than Sundays since January the 10th. So last Wednesday was my first non-Sunday off since Jan 10th and yesterday was my second. So yeah, it was just strange. Last year was, I figured out the sort of work balance well, working four days a week, having two weekdays off. And yesterday, uh, got up drove a friend to work and i was at home at nine o'clock and i was like oh yeah today's a day off you use this day for creative stuff that's right that's the thing that you've been trying to do yeah. so strange but uh nice to be back into that and and hopefully um i'm probably even and this is probably not a conversation for today but my goal is to drop my hours down even more sort of less than last year um in order to sort of facilitate something similar to what you had have had and have been doing um so that's sort of been going on um what else is going on uh long weekend <laughs> didn't work waitangi day felt a bit sick at the weekend went and got a covid test negative back within man it was fast 1 p.m on sunday back by the time i woke up at eight o'clock the next morning so oh wow they're processing tests good. quickly at the moment folks if you feel snively get out there um 
friends. Mum was down for the weekend, which was nice, bit of family time. Uh, but probably the most exciting thing I would say over the last uh, few sort of days is we finally, I say finally, it's not quite finished. The outdoor bathroom. Oh, the outdoor <laughs> yes. bathroom. I can't remember how much I've talked about it on the show versus to you in person. I think I've mentioned that, uh, you know, we have this outdoor space behind the back of our house uh, that was sort of just a storage space for most of the time. And we bought this, this old cast iron bathtub with a plan of doing it up. And sort of the first week of January, my last week of holidays, I really started kicking on onto it. And last night was the first time that we had a bath. <gasps> And the space is incredible. I haven't sent Matt any pictures, but I'm going to do it now as we record. So I was sending you a picture of, of what it used to look like. I mean, Matt's been yes. to the house, so he sort of, he knows. But it was truly just sort of a backspace with our that bins. Is what, yep, and, that's what I and, saw when I was I there. Know, like yep. tiles and the lawnmower and stuff. And now it is truly, uh, truly a transformed space. Sending the photo <laughs> through to Matt right now. See what his reaction is like. Holy fruitcake. Spe- oh, he's speechless. Or pause. Or, or it hasn't got through yet. I'm also seeing I'll send him a little photo of me in the tub. A little bit risque, but uh that's okay. He he's Yo, that is He's uh, he's allowed it. I'm allowed it. I'm allowed it. <laughs> oh look at you Bro, that is so well done. Thanks, that is man. So sick. DIY wow, I'm, Apparently I it is am in my s- DNA. <laughs> I'm yeah I am speechless because that is that is beyond I mean honestly when I think of an outdoor bath space that's exactly what I see and you've done yes. it so well that's I commend you to I commend you for that because that's such sick work thank you thank you I mean I remember way back way back uh our early podcast where we were talking about you know masculinity and how I don't you know I'm not the kind of person I don't know how to yeah, I still yeah, don't know yeah. how to change a tire and not really feeling the need to buy into that. But yeah, this is a DIY project that I feel very proud of. Um, I mean, obviously an audio platform, the audience can't see, but to describe the sort <laughs> of elements, so I sort of repainted this outdoor space white, uh, put up, I don't think it's a, ret- it's not a retaining wall, but sort of put up a wall to split the space in half, painted that white, I cleaned the bath properly, fairy lights up, curtains up. Very much sort of your, your classic uh, outdoor bath aesthetic. Rearrange the tiles, that sort of stuff. And it's funny, we we probably could have had a bath for a while, but I think we're so stoked with how it's gone that we've sort of got cold feet to actually just say, yeah. like, right, we're at the take point the where we can take yeah. the plunge. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was so nice. And, yeah, just as a project that, that friend and I have done together, I think to see it sort of come to a fruition has been really rewarding. So that was a real highlight uh, last night. Amazing. Um, Amazing. I commend you, man. That's so sick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then, yeah, the weekend we did sort of a, a big clean of like under the stairs and under the bed. Uh, as of yesterday, we've had Amber for a month that sort of developed. You know, I think <gasps> wow. she's getting a bit more uh, familiar and bit more friendly well not friendly but you know she's not quite as suspicious of us as she used to be she comes yep, down yep. the stairs a little bit more so yeah and in, in general I, I would say things are i don't say not shaping up but yeah there's <laughs> there's definitely been some uh, sort of homey wins over the last few weeks while the sort of work situation has been a bit been a bit blah um but yeah generally 
generally trucking along you know i think we're all still sitting on this precipice of what comes next and uh yeah yeah i sort of doing as well as can be done had i don't know that's how (laughs) i am nice that's sick bro that's so cool and i mean like you know for people that don't follow us on our own individual socials and stuff your gardens you know blooming and and you know prospering many different uh life vegetables life Mm -hmm. vegetables don't know why my brain went there um but yeah it's sick honestly like i think what what you've set out to do in your home um i think it's i think that's great you know it kind of gives me a bit of fomo in the sense of we're looking for an apartment so you Mm. know not being able to have those little luxuries and things like that you know big city living um but that's yeah that's 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 so cool um that that's all coming together oh i love it i love it i love it i live vicariously through you um cool (laughs) <laughs> Sweet. nice uh moving on <laughs> no that's so cool bro um but i do have a question for you today um Please. it is it's a hot topic it's a hot topic at the moment um not necessarily a topic in itself more of a more of an action more of a thing to do oh, yes. uh, and my question for you is are you or have you played Wordle? Oh, yes. Hey. Yes. I, are, you, uh, are you committed? Are you playing every day? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, nice. I've yes. been in four days yes. and I'm on a four day streak, baby. Let's Oi. go. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, why don't you talk about what Wordle is for anyone that yes. doesn't know? And I'll sort of, I'll, I'll recap my thoughts on my last few days performance. Yeah, nice. Uh, so yeah, basically, uh, if you don't know what Wordle is, where have you been? Uh, it's basically the new online craze, social craze, brain teaser moment of the decade. Um, and <laughs> of the de- bold claim it's here. Season. It's now. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wordle is basically an online. Um, exactly what I said. It's like a brain teaser. Um, it came out of the UK um, and the New York Times actually purchased it from them mm. as well. Um, so making a little bit more moolah off that. But um, yeah, you basically just type in Wordle into Google. It's not an app. That's the crucial thing. It, exactly. Friendly, yeah, that's the hard way because there is an app called Wordle and it is not Wordle. No, it's no, it is not the app. It's it's just online. So go into your browser, type in Wordle, um, or go Google. Uh, I think it's Wordle.uk, I believe. Um, oh, and up. yeah, and yeah, it's basically you have um, a five-letter word. So every day there is a new word, and the aim of it is to try and figure out that five-letter word in six goes. Now, when you play it, um, you think of a word, whatever starting word you want to go with, and you'll have either a black box, a yellow box, or a green box. If you get a black box, that letter is not in the word. If you get a yellow one, that letter is in the word, but in the incorrect place. And if you get a green, it's in the right spot. So you have six tries to try and get that word. And it's honestly, I love it. It's such a fun little brain teaser for the day. Um, And it's, yeah, it's amazing to see what words come up and, and how well you do it. Yeah. So, I mean, have you done today's word? I have done today's word and I bloody flunked it. I got it. But uh, I was I was unhappy with my performance today. Mm, mm. So I've been pl- five days. I'm on a streak of five. Uh, weirdly, I've 
only guessed the words in four or six goes. I've never had a five or a three or a two or whatever. Wow. Um, just to clarify, again, people who don't know what word it was, they're five, they're always five letter words. Yes. It's, I guess it's a bit of a combination of hangman and scrabble in that you're essentially crossing off word letters which aren't in the word, uh, but there's more hints about what can be in it. And so my question to you is, do you have a, a go-to starting word? Or do you no. change it every day? See, I've I ch- I've set my starting word. Uh, interesting. Now, I like changing it every day. Mm, mm. I like changing it every day. Um, all I do is I make sure that there's either an R or an E in the word. Interesting. Um, maybe both together. Um, yeah, I try. I, I do try and get words that have an R and an E because uh, statistically, those letters are in most of the words every day. Interesting. Um, yeah, either an R or an E. Um, I'm, I'm happy to give away my starting word. You know, if people were coming new to the game, I thought you know, you know, as part of the fun, doing different words every day. But I think my competitive spirit has me going. No, I know this is like statistically a good starting word, so I'm going to go with it. You know, take it on board, use it for your own, or don't. My starting word is steam. Steam. Oh, yeah, an nice. E and A, E and A, an S and a T, S-T. and an M. Yep. I feel like are all valuable consonants. Yeah. Um. So, for example, my, you know, I know this is this is sort of. There's only one word a day. So if you haven't done Wordle and you want to start playing it, well, I guess probably yesterday. So it'll be fine. First word today was steam. Uh, there's no R. The uh, sorry, Steam, there's an S, but in the wrong place, no T, an E, but in the wrong place, an A, but in the wrong place, and no M. Changed it to races, no R, A in the right place, no C, E in the wrong place, S in the wrong place. Changed it to laps, no L, A in the right place, P in a different place, S and E are right, and then pause. The hard thing about Wordle, and I don't know if you experienced this yesterday, my friend. Oh, I experienced this yesterday. American spelling. Oh my God. It was so, so infuriating. I got yeah. it, but it was yeah. so infuriating. Yeah. I got four in and it got me to the point where I was like, I'm going to Google whether this is American spelling or not. Um, yeah. And yeah. so that's, that is Wordle. Not to, uh, we don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but yeah, you're right. I think it is such a, you know, I think there's lots of trends, you know, often people like to buck buck trends and you know not get involved in things whether it be i don't know tiktok or whatever but i think wordle wordle was only putting good into the world it's a brain teaser i think it's getting people sort of challenging themselves in the morning i i you know get excited to do it at sort of eight nine Mm o'clock and as someone that has always struggled at scrabble I'm not terrible at Scrabble, but I'm not yeah, yeah, great yeah, yeah, at Scrabble. Yeah. This game is going to make everyone way better at Scrabble because our yep. five-letter words are going to just be... <laughs> it's going to be happening. That's um, so true. I feel exactly the same way. I yeah, feel exactly the same but way. But I, I look forward to waking up in the morning to go and do Wordle. So, Yo. Yeah, me and me and Morgan have our little competition to see who can get it the fastest. How many days um, have you been playing for? Uh, I would say probably like... I would say like either a week or a half two weeks and or something like and that you, how many times have you not got the word have you ever not got the word no i've never failed interesting because i don't yep. know i've i guess this is the hard thing with any new gamers trying to gauge how good you are you know yeah is everyone 90 percent of people always guessing it you know i'm sure because the new york times has bought it uh i'm pretty sure the guy who's who made it and sold it 
sort of one of the elements of him selling was making them keep it free. So I'm sure yeah. Yeah. some version of it will remain free. I'm sure they'll make a six letter one, which would be harder, or a seven letter one or whatever. Um, it's hard to know if, is everyone just getting it every every day and we're all patting <laughs> yeah. ourselves on the back and it's not actually yeah. that hard? See, my my um, browser is weird um, that it doesn't save my um you know how you can see your stats yeah um mine mine doesn't save it every day it resets yeah it resets for me every day so i never actually see how well i've done over the the course of it oh that's annoying you need to yeah i don't just sort it out i know i don't know why um but i can confirm what's your what's the best you've ever done a four the so you've never got it in three no 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 but but of the five times three of them haven't been in four so i feel like i'm, uh, I'm yeah. pretty i'm pretty good at and also i think my I, my strategy is i don't know <laughs> i know i said we <laughs> won't go down sometimes i'll do i don't know if everyone's doing this sometimes i'll do words like i'll make a guess with letters not in. you know if the second the first yeah, or the second guess yep. says that an s is in it sometimes i'll sacrifice an s to get more letters and i don't know if that's standard or not standard but i would yeah. say like getting it in four pretty high hit rate but getting it in any less i'm taking nice. it from your sort of gleeful asking that you have got it quite fast yeah man so i'm about to show james uh my wordle that was on sunday uh and i can't believe that this happened i sh- I, I i shit you not i did not cheat anything like that uh it was it was crazy uh but this is what happened <laughs> so i the first word i guessed uh was trope t r o p e no letters in it at all the second word i guessed skill s k i l and it was the correct word that's crazy that's impressive. It was so by chance. I literally freaked out and I messaged uh, my friends uh, and Morgan. I yeah. I was like, look at this. Look, how did I do this? Oh my gosh, what? Um, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's just a, it's such an easy way to, like you said, just wake up in the morning or sometime during the day and just activate your brain for a little bit. Yeah, get involved with Wordle. Just start a little Rosenbrew's Wordle chat. Don't spoil, <laughs> it, you know, maybe just say five three the number that you get it in fail if you fail there's going to be a week there'll definitely be a week that it'll be some weird double letter word where mm. we just you know mm-hmm. it'll happen but definitely definitely recommend getting involved in wordle uh it's totally. funny that you asked me that this week because if you'd asked me last week i would have been like no i know this week i'm all in i'm on the yes. train <laughs> nice that's what i want to hear <laughs> to move it on to our uh, final final segment now it's been been a couple of weeks and traditionally what are you watching you know tends to be tends to be very voluminous after two weeks i've got to admit from my side of things there's not that much to talk about i'm not sure maybe it's Mm. just been sort of a bit hectic i'm still sort of chugging along our office marathon in season four so that's taking up a bit of watching time um from my end of things uh had a night at home by myself the other night classic indecisive what movie do i want to watch i sort of thought i wanted to watch a thriller some of the titles that i threw around were tenet no it's two and a half hours long training day with ethan hawk and denzel no so quite long prisoners three hours you know lots of thrillers are quite long and in the end i did a sort of a, a pivot from thriller to 
I guess, sort of thriller, sort of action. And uh, I followed your lead and finally watched 1917, which I know is not that interesting oh, to the yeah. audience because we talked about it the, uh, the other day. But yep, um, yep. I'd kind of forgotten that the whole sort of gag sounds cheap. Uh, but the whole sort of gag around 1917 was the fact that they were trying to make it look like one shot. Uh, and it was, you know, it was good to watch a film that after having seen it, I still had interest in, you know, how did they make it, the cinematography, the way it was put together. And I sort of now understand why there was some Oscars hype for it because of the kind of not groundbreaking way it was filmed because they did have cuts. And I remember you saying in the episode, like, yes. you can kind of, once you understand the pattern of the cuts, you can tell. Totally. Um, but I did really enjoy 1917. Um, I've also since last episode watched a couple of Disney films I hadn't seen before. Uh, happy to announce that we will be doing a Disney ranking film podcast within the next few weeks. We're not going to rewatch all of the Disney films. We're going to do a part one and a part two. The part one is going to be ranking uh, the films based off sort of memory and and having watched some that we haven't seen before to kind of fill the gaps, but. I would say there's probably 20 to 25 Disney Pixar films. So too many to kind of rewatch. The goal will be then to do a part two near the end of the year where we do rewatch all of the Disney Pixar films over the course of the year and kind of do a definitive ranking. So I've watched a couple of Disney films that I hadn't seen before. I won't comment on them, but those two films are Incredibles 2 and Coco. Mm -hmm. So those are things I've watched and sort of haven't talked about. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's sort of it. There's a couple of other things which I could kind of comment on, but I want to pass the mic over to you to, uh, talk about maybe some more immediate stuff you've been engaging with before we uh, decide whether we want to throw it back to me. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, kind of on that same vein last week, um, without kind of realizing that we were, because, I mean, we had talked about doing the Disney Pixar watch, um, but we were laying in bed um, and Morgan really felt like watching Up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. On a, some people are thinking, what? Why would you want to watch that again? Um, the first five, ten minutes of that movie is absolutely excruciatingly sad. <laughs> True. Um, so, but yeah, we watched Up again, um, but I won't talk about that anymore. Um the really big thing that I've been getting into the past week, two weeks, um, there'll be some nerds and geeks out there that might know what I'm talking about. Others might be like, no idea. You might know about the world of it and things like that. Um, but basically, I have been watching a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've um, ventured into Dungeons and Dragons previously in the past and watched a few other campaigns. Um, but recently, um, myself, Morgan, and a couple of people we know um, have been really wanting to start our own. Um, and uh, for ba- basically, for those that don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, it's bas- if you've seen Stranger Things, uh, it's what the kids do uh, right at the start. Um, yeah, basically, it's just role play. So one person's in charge of creating the story and role playing the story and characters, um, and giving the people challenges and going through different rooms and adventures and things like that. And you roll dice to see, you know, how well you achieve things and stuff. And it's it's basically just a big role play interactive game, uh, tabletop game to to play with friends. Um, but there's a lot of people that stream it. Um, 
obviously you know with everything going on and people not being in the same room they've been doing it over um you know streaming and zoom or whatever um but one that that i want to expand on that i've just recently started watching um is a company called critical role Mm -hmm. um and that might ring a few bells to a few people. Um, but basically, Critical Role have been around for many years. Um, and they started out really small, just streaming, you know, in a basic setup with cameras and things like that. Um, and yeah, that was many years ago now. And th- at the end of last year, they just released their third campaign. Um, so yeah, Critical Role Campaign 3. And I started watching it. And I was watching it. And... Um, I realized that every episode is about four hours long. Um, And within three days, I had watched 11 episodes. Um, I absolutely binged the heck out of it because it's, they are so good. Like from an acting improv point of view um, and the role-playingness of it and the worlds that they create in these characters, it's, it's actually really amazing. Critical Role, it's a whole bunch of, um voice actors um so if you went and look at critical role and and looked at some of the characters that these people have played and voiced in animation um it's it's quite amazing um they've done so many different things um but yeah they're doing this they got way more money they've you know got a a beautiful setup and how they do it um and they've they've done so well for themselves that the first campaign that they did has actually been made into an amazon prime tv show um called the legend of vox machina so if you've seen that pop up on your amazon prime um watch it it's it's so good it's like um i don't know how to describe it but it's it's like action adventure um but you know there's like swearing and it's all grotesque like it's such a good animation um and it's yeah it's based off their first campaign so they all voice their original characters from the campaign that they did um and yeah it's just it's so much fun and the animation itself is is um is really good so yeah legend of vox machina um and if you're interested in D or getting into the world a little bit more critical role uh on youtube it's very good i can't recommend it anymore um one more thing to quickly talk about um because me and Morgan only just started watching it last night and we finished it this morning because it was that good. Um, is this new Netflix show that just came out called Murderville. Um, if you don't know what Murderville is, it's basically, um, a murder mystery crime show, uh, with Will Arnett who plays this kind of beat down detective. Um, but the thing is every episode they get a celebrity guest in who, doesn't have a script so they have to solve a murder mystery during the episode and just go along with everything that happens in front of them so for instance uh some of the people that are on the show are ken jung um big uh you know actor comedian from hangover and community uh you've also got conan o'brien um you know late night talk show host uh, you got camille nanjiani um, who's obviously, you know, big actor in himself, just finished doing Eternals and Big Six, Silicon Valley, things like that. Annie Murphy, um, who is from Schitt's Creek. 
you've also got Sharon Stone, um, who is another legendary actress. And then you've also got who was the best episode through the whole season was Marshawn Lynch. Oh, that, weird. Yeah. Yeah. The ex running back for the Seattle Hawks. Um, and it's amazing. They just get plunged in to this crime drama where they have to solve a murder and there's three different people and yeah they basically just have to listen and look at clues and like interrogate and talk to these people be put in weird scenarios and it's it's all not scripted uh like there's some scripted bits just for you know like before and after but the whole entire time they the serenities have no script they're just going along with it and it's it's really funny easy watch six episodes done and dusted um just a bit of fun if you like murder mysteries and you like comedy and celebrities yeah great it's very well it's not a similar recommendation but it's strangely a kind of combination of the two things you've just talked about as a as a recommendation to i guess almost more to you than than anyone listening but have you ever heard of harman quest harman quest no yeah so it's a a a short series made by Dan Harmon, who uh, is kind of the mastermind behind uh, Community. What else did Dan Harmon? He, I mean, he's like a, a showrunner, writer, creative. Oh, Rick and Morty was his other kind of biggest show. Oh, yeah. But Harmon Quest was this sort of show that he did. I don't know that much about it, but I remember watching it on YouTube when it got released. I'm pretty sure it's Dungeon and, Dungeons and Dragons, but it's him and a bunch of other celebrities playing Dungeons and Dragons live in front of an audience. And they go from, I imagine very similar to uh, what you were talking about before. And in fact, just quickly skimming the Wikipedia, there's a comment about the sort of similarity. <laughs> uh, they animated the action of what was happening. And so oh, the cool. episodes were sort of 50% the actors live you know i guess almost like a live stream of showing how the people actually interact and then cutting to them having animated it oh, um, and it's really fun sick. i remember watching a few of those episodes you know someone that doesn't know that much about dnd and they weren't anywhere near as long as the not that's a good or a bad thing but i think they're quite accessible and very yep. similar like having comedians play dungeons and dragons i remember just being hilarious I think there are some episodes on YouTube and some clips on YouTube. I don't think the whole series is on there, but yeah, you should watch Harmon Quest because cool. I think you've really written it down. It. Um, <laughs> yeah, what was I was going to say? Um, oh, what was the name of the, the the last the second show you talked about? The Will Arnett show. I need to write it down. Murderville. 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 Um, Will Arnett. Very interesting sort of niche of. Yep. Uh, consumption we've talked yeah about well it, did you ever see the show um uh, thank god you're here yes yeah yeah it's that same concept someone gets plunged into yeah something go but with it being celebrities it's so funny uh and watching just watch will arnett the whole time just try and keep a straight face it's it's very entertaining yeah, thank god you're here <laughs> another great thing to just look up on youtube for small yeah for sure um well i think we give just enough time to uh cover off the thing that i I wanted to cover off which is oscar season baby it's oscar season uh within the last sort of 12 to 24 hours the uh the oscars has come out with its nominations and we of course uh coming off the back of last year if you're relatively new to the show you might not know but last year matt and i set ourselves the task of uh, you know, being an arts and culture podcast for the most part, watching all the Best Picture nominees, 
uh, coming back, doing our picks for the movies that we thought should win awards, uh, watching the movies that we thought, you know, should win but wouldn't. Uh, there were eight Best Picture nominees last year. Uh, we both only watched six of them. I think most of them had to be viewed in uh, in the cinemas. Cinema, yeah. Which sort of made you know life a little bit more difficult and let's be honest a little bit more expensive um but this year there are 10 best picture nominees uh we haven't yet talked about whether we're planning on doing something no, similar <laughs> that's a conversation for later on yeah, yeah, made yeah, even yeah, more yeah. difficult by the fact that there are more films nominated for best picture this year but yeah i thought we should uh not break the news because anyone that's interested might already know but just quickly run through the list of films we can talk about how many we've seen already uh the best picture nominations for this year's octors are octors octors <laughs> for the oscars are belfast sort of a small uh kenneth brenner's childhood island type film uh coda a film that i don't really know much about i think it's a remake of a uh a previously made version of a film but it's about um i think it's about the the main character is a child of uh deaf adults uh don't look up which we have both seen to be honest, kind of surprised I got nominated, but we're not doing analysis here. Drive My Car, which I don't know anything about. June, which I've yet to see. King Richard, which I do want to see, is yeah. uh, Will Smith, Will Smith. Uh, the father of the uh, Williams sisters. Of course, the uh, some of the greatest tennis players ever to live. Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson. Nightmare Alley, uh, Guillermo del Toro. I don't know much about that film. Uh, Power of the Dog, big, big story. I think it was t- led the way with nominations 12 i believe uh jane campion uh new zealand director big you know will yes, will yes. will power of the dog pull in the oscars and be the the sort of the the next version of return of the king of course filmed in new zealand uh, uh nominated across most categories uh and of course west side story which matt has seen and panned um yeah your initial reaction to to seeing those i know you said offline that you saw the list and went oh, i haven't seen many of those yeah um, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah just instant instant two minute reactions of course i think we'll talk about this more in depth over some future episodes but yeah it's totally. Oscar yeah. season. yeah so i've seen three of them uh don't look up june and west side story um i can yeah i mean like i can understand why like june would be in there um it's also been nominated for cinematography i believe as well um it's it's a beautiful spectacle of a movie don't look up interesting choice of going in there um and west side story as well honestly i think i yeah i man i i don't know why it's in there like i can understand like steven spielberg i think he's also been nominated for best director as well um as i just flick over yes he has been nominated for best director um look at steven spielberg anything he touches great but that movie no thank you um but yeah everything else honestly i haven't haven't seen anything i power of the dog uh yes um benedict cumberbatch but um yeah and king richard i definitely want to see but the others no um one little interesting fact that i do like though coda um, obviously, you know, the story of um, a woman 
with her family, deaf parents. Um, great to see that representation again because obviously last year was Sound of Metal, yeah, um, which was also about um, going deaf and you know that aspect of life. Um, so that's really cool to see, just from my background and growing up, and my uncle and stuff. Um, but yeah, honestly, for me, I think um, I'm hard done by to see. Um, uh, you know, my big superhero movies, not in Best Picture, <coughs> but they have been nominated for Best Visual Effects, and that being Shang-Chi uh, and Spider-Man No Way Home have both, both been nominated. And also, another quick little tidbit, Free Guy has also been nominated for Best Visual Effects. Yes, uh, a movie where Ryan Reynolds has a Hulk fist and punches his own buff self, got nominated for an Oscar. So let's just remember that mm, mm. i need to look through the um the uh best documentary nominees as well because that tends to be a category that i do you know go off and watch a couple of documentaries yeah, through nice. that just because um you know a very not that often do i go and watch documentaries of my own accord i quite like to sort of see what has been critically received before i yep. go off and watch them um yeah. So yes, we will we'll update you within the next few episodes about whether we're going to embark on some version of the best picture watching. <laughs> I mean, we've made a start. You're already through through three of the ten. I've only seen one. I've only seen Don't Look Up. <laughs> True. <laughs> but um, I mean, King Richard and June are two that I definitely want to see. Only having read the news today, have I realised that June is actually available on lots of streaming platforms. So it's going to be oh, easier to see than nice. I thought. Um, but actually, to to close out the uh, what are you watching? I've realised that I've watched a film since we were last on here. I just want to quickly mention it: um, the tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, oh, I still haven't watched that. Denzel Washington, Francis McDormand. Uh, He's been nominated for Best Actor. Yes, yes, he did. He has been. He was. He is. <laughs> he uh, is. I believe Joel Cohen, one of the Cohen brothers. Normally a dynamic duo. Um, long story short, it's really, really good. Yeah, really, really good. Um, only about an hour forty-five minutes. Uh, for those that don't know, Macbeth is the third shortest of Shakespeare's plays, so it's already one of the shortest stories. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but yeah, the film is short. It's consumable. It's in black and white. Visually, it is incredible. I highly recommend. And yes, yeah, some of the performances are great. Watched it with yep. mum. Would watch it again. Uh, and definitely one of those make Shakespeare accessible type films. Yeah. Very sort of dark and cerebral when it's black and white so tragedy Macbeth, get onto it it's now. in it's in original verse eh? uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. just just asking just asking. yeah original verse and the uh the display of the screen is non-traditional i think it's square so it definitely has that oh, that cool. sort of uh olivier old timey yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibe. and also they change a few of the things with characters and revamp things a little bit it's great also about four of the first six characters you see on straight stage are playbacks that were in harry potter so i was like dudley <laughs> mrs fig mad eye moody yo <laughs> so just have fun playing harry potter bingo um, yeah, nice. But yes, tragedy macbeth that is what you're watching for another week a few suggestions in there but let us Finish Brulette for the week. Let us finish the podcast by ranking our craft beers. Tell me, how has your red ale treated you over the last hour? Yeah, really nice. Really nice. Um, like I said, it didn't get any more potent the more I drank it. Um, very strong up front, but aftertaste, not that bad. Um, I can find that with the, some of the heavier stuff sometimes. Um, but yeah, re- uh, re- quite enjoyable. I've already finished it. 
Um, <laughs> really easy to drink. Um, yeah, it's it's obviously so hard to compare with all the other hazies and other things that we drink and stuff. Um, but I did enjoy it. Um, it's definitely. Mm, Making yeah, decisions. I like, yeah, I like it just because it's so different to everything else that I've had, and it still competes with them as well. Um, I don't know if it's all the way up there, but it's definitely high. You know what? I I I, I feel pretty strong with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna round it out to a good solid eight. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a solid eight for this one because um, I did very much enjoy that. I don't have any too bad of a feedback. It's just what, what were the how standards? Much would I, drink? I know it's Garage Project, so it's probably not that high. And it was, uh, was it 3:30? Uh, yeah, 3:30, yeah. 3:30 can. Um, a 1.7. Oh, okay. Um, so 6.5 percent. Yeah. Nice. Um, my pickle beer has been really nice, really good. I can see the hype. Um. I can see why it might be a little bit more approachable than some other sours because I don't think it is as sour as some other sour beers. I think it there's a good depth of flavor with it. There's the sourness, but what I described as kind of the watermelon flavor, I still think is a pretty good assessment. I don't really <laughs> yeah. know how to describe that. You know, if you've ever had like watermelon juice or melon flavored something, it's quite like a soft fruit flavor of that. If that makes sense i don't know if it does um but i think it's unique in that i think a lots of other sours either go stone fruit like peach sour yeah true or they go citrus sour and the underlying flavor in this is different and i would say more refreshing and less aggressive than some other sour so i'm gonna give it a pretty good score i've i think it's an 8.3 i would definitely have nice. this again it hasn't knocked uh, White Mischief off its perch, Ooh. but there would be times that I would choose to drink this over over White Mischief. So the pickle beer, I'd say, lived up to its hype, and that is uh, a great relief for me on this on this this day of of stickiness where a refreshing beer was Ugh. wanted and it was received. <laughs> Yay! Nice. And nice that's one, bro. It. That rounds off Brulette Thirty Two. Um, yeah. Oh. It's nice to be back, I must yeah, say. It is nice um, to be back. It's, it's funny been recording, you know, two-week intervals just because life happens. It'll be interesting to see how everything continues to go throughout the year. Um, but it's always a always a pleasure and always a perk up uh, when we catch up and just talk about our lives. You know, I was thinking about this, you know, just before as we, we started talking and catching up again, even though we're almost, you know, two years deep into this. You know, it's like a funny concept just listening to two guys talk about their lives. But at the, you know, I like to think that there are Who's people... listening? Why, why, are, you, why are you listening? Let us know. I know, no, exactly. I like no. to think, you know, everyone out there is listening and can at least take something away and, you know, um, not reminisce, that's not the word, connect with some things that are going yeah. on with our lives and just kind of zone out for a little bit and just hear what we have to say. Uh, so as always, thank you for being here and thank you for listening. No, thank you, bro. And as always, thank you to the audience for whatever reason you listen. Thank you for listening. Whether you're a one and done and you listen to this and you never come back, fare thee well. <laughs> Enjoy your travels. Safe journey. Uh, if you're a if you're a, a stalwart, a veteran of the show, hey, we're creeping up on the old triple figures. Hundreds not that far around the corner. I have no idea how many we've done. I just know it's not that far away. So if you're sticking with us every week or every time we release, thank you for that. Thank you for your your loyalty and um one day brulette will happen and someone will. will be majestically rewarded 
until that time we will just keep creating audio content so uh from matt and myself from auckland from wellington and uh little old new zealand all that is left to be said for today so we will see you next time Peace. i'll be waiting for you to come around hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground